0: Hi and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and the forthcoming book, Food Truck 201, Excellence. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. All this week, I'm talking to Justin Mullis. He's the owner of Gord Handcrafted Tacos. Our conversation today is going to touch on school, school curriculum, and experience. So let's talk about on your off days. What are you doing on a real off day?
1: Well, um, today is my off day. Uh, So today we, my wife and our two girls, we went out and visited my mom. And it's kind of a day where we just relax and recoup. And I also like to, my wife and I are both self-employed. So she's currently on leave, but projecting into the future, what will, what it'll be like when, you, when you're both motivated business owners and you spent a lot of your mental capacity in that space, things around the house get behind, right? So I typically put my hobbies towards the end of the night. That's when I do my thing um, or I'll be working. But on my off days, if my family's home, I'm spending that time with my family. I'm not taking phone calls. I'm not thinking about my business. I have to reserve that time.
0: You know, I tell people you have to be present in whatever moment you're in. And what that means is your mind has to be there as well as your body. So like you mentioned, you know, when you're with your family, you're with your family. You're not worried about food costs and you're not taking phone calls and you're not trying to place orders. You're 100% with the family. And, And to me, that makes the work life a lot easier because then when you're at work, you're 100% at work because you have taken care of your family. You're not worried about oh my goodness, I got to cook dinner tonight and I've got to, you know, do whatever the kids need to have done. You can be 100% at work knowing that when you go home, you're 100% at home. Tell me about your hobbies. You said you like to do later in the evenings. What would one of your hobbies be?
1: Yeah, so um not always the most productive. I in the evenings it, I do like to play my video games and that's something that uh, I've just done all my life, but I'm learning how to handle um, <laughs> doing it responsibly. Whereas in the past, it's like, all right, you want to play video games for five hours? Go ahead. It's not like that anymore. Basically, I, I will take over parental duties Since my wife is home all day, I will let her go up and get a few hours of uninterrupted sleep before the baby wakes up again, inevitably. But um, when I do have time for my hobbies, I'm at basketball fanatic so you you can catch me out on the basketball court usually once or twice a week Um, lately though and this is just this is just something that uh, if if you're kind of following this path if you're if you're wanting to be an entrepreneur and you're wanting to be a food truck owner you just have to accept that your hobbies are important they are and they they do require like you do require space for those however you're going to have to give because maybe on like a tuesday night when i would normally play basketball or uh play video games like now i got i have work to do and i already worked yep. and i still have work to do and and that's just how it is and you have to be okay with that
0: tell me what your favorite video game is my son's a big video gamer oh i don't know um how about
1: this instead of saying a favorite video game i don't have a favorite one but i I consume video games the same way that certain people will consume books, in the sense that I really love a good story, a good right. adventure. I like watching the uh, just how far like the animations have come over the years and the soundtracks. It's just something I get lost in. Is is all I need.
0: Yeah, my son vacillates between you know the first person shooters because he's actually really good at those, and then he'll play you know like Kingdom Heart and then the one that's that's based on Kingdom Heart because they have stories and, and they're. Okay. Based- Button masters, where you just do the same thing over and over, but you have a story that you're more inter- interested in the actual mechanics of the game because you know you're going to advance. Otherwise, you know you, you don't get to the end and find the end of the story. So he he vacillates between those. That's that's cool. But you're right. As an entrepreneur, you got family life. You have got to have some type of a social life, whether it includes your family or you know, you going out with the, the friends to shoot uh, basketball. Because I used to do that uh, as well back when I was about your age. <laughs> I used to play a lot of racquetball too. One thing that I found when I was doing that is you can't feel guilty that you're out doing it. Man, I'm out playing racquetball and I should be at home with the kids or I should be working on you know, my food cost or you know, placing an order or whatever. What I found is when I was out doing those things, sometimes I would have those epiphanies of my mind not being focused on work that something I needed fixed at work would just come to me. You know, I'd be defending somebody and go, oh, that's a good idea on you know fixing a steam table or rearranging the kitchen or something. And, and my buddies would look at me like I was crazy. It's like, play the game, worry about work later. But you've got to have that balance. Absolutely, for sure. Uh, you said you started at Taco Bell at 19. So what kind of education do you have uh, beyond you know high school?
1: So I spent a part of my life figuring out what type of education I wanted because I thought that having education was going to make me more money, which is like the It's the common pitfall to college, which some people do it right. Some people do it wrong. I don't know where I lay with it, but I went to school for exercise science. Uh, I was originally going to be a math teacher because I wanted to coach football, played football in high school. And I just decided that the curriculum was getting a little too advanced for me and it was going over my head. So I switched gears, got into the health field and I eventually decided to stop going to college. And I was just working full time for a couple of years. After a few years, I ended up in a factory job was like, all right, listen, I cannot do this. I'm halfway through college, like I need to go finish. So I went and finished, I went to Akron University. So if anyone's listening, and they're from Akron, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I got my degree in exercise science, and I don't use it. But I did take a lot of really great life lessons from it. And I think that it helped build a lot of character and leadership, and I think that the way that I can communicate with people and build connections, I think I did get most of that from school. So the way I like to think about it is I didn't pay for the curriculum. I paid for the experiences.
0: That's a good attitude to have. You know, when I went to school a long time ago, I wanted to be an architect. That was what I wanted to be. I loved doing drafting and architecture and the design and all that and, you know, got a degree in it, but it was really boring once you got to the actual work part of it and saw what you had to do in an office, man, this is boring, you know, and when you're the new kid on the block, they put you down at the the lower end of the totem pole. So you're not actually designing anything. You're tracing stuff. And this was back before we had, you know, computer-assisted drafting. You were doing stuff on, you know, paper and ink. So you're the one doing all the tracing for all the blueprints. It's like, I don't want to do this. You know, now it's just copy and paste. But, you know, back then you physically had to trace it out. And that's what got me into um, food because I was working in a restaurant at the time and the restaurant was growing. So I was like, oh, I have much more fun here. So this is where I'm going to be.
1: Can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. You talk about that restaurant and how it was growing at that time, and um, I'd like to, I'd like to kind of expand upon that a little bit and kind of get to know a little bit more about that. I am in the position where we are expected to grow significantly over the next year or so, and um, based off of like your experiences, I want to be able for for my employees. I always told them listen, this is going to be huge at some point. I don't know exactly where we're going or like the direction yet, but I will soon. And you being a part of our team now, there are going to be a lot of opportunities for you in the future. Uh, So you talk about how this restaurant was growing and I'm just kind of curious to know, like, what did they do for you to, to make you like it?
0: Well, it was, we sold roast beef. So we're kind of like an Arby's Uh, at the time we were a small regional chain. When I started with the company, they had 35 stores. So they had a lot of policies and procedures in place to help them to expand. You know, they had an operations manual that laid out every single thing an employee should be doing, you know, from recipes to how they waited on a, a guest when they came into the line. And then they followed up on, on those kind of things to make sure people were doing their jobs. So the district managers are coming in and, and doing evaluations and that type of thing. But what really made it interesting for me and made me want to stay there was the fact that you know, they had that manual and then they followed it. It wasn't like, this is what we want you to do, but we'll let you do whatever you want. Because there's a whole bunch of restaurants that will do that. And they'll even tell you when they're they're training, here, I want you to read this, but then I'll teach you how to do it the right way. When they say right way is really going against the operations manual, because everybody will take shortcuts. Yeah so I, I like things that have structure. Yeah you know, I'm a very linear person. So the one thing that racks that was the name of the company it was Racks Restaurants. They had a plan to grow laid out and it made sense. And when they started growing and building stores, back then there was a whole bunch of, of property in all the cities. So you're talking about uh, your particular town growing. There's probably some uh, revitalization of older buildings and you know bringing mm-hmm. them back to life and maybe redoing the downtown back then for us it was a matter of we're expanding the town we're going out to the places where nothing's been built you know so we're the first restaurant on this end of town We're the uh you know in some cases the second restaurant they started in columbus ohio oh yeah there's not not many of them left the joke back then was we were the test kitchen for wendy's because anything that we did because we were again a small chain that did well wendy's would just pick up and do it like we started baked potatoes a full year before Wendy's did and this oh, wow! the uh, early eighties. We had a salad bar in our dining room uh, about four years before Wendy's put in their first salad bars in their dining rooms. You know, we did the hot bar like five years before Wendy's converted their salad bar into a hot bar. And they had the big super bar that was down the one side of a Wendy's. The only thing that Wendy's really did before us is they, they sold hamburgers obviously, but they did the single line. Uh, back then, you walked into a Wendy's and they had a serpentine line. So everybody was in a single line with one register. And we started doing that a few years after they did. Because what that does for you is it gets everybody focused on taking care of the orders one at a time. You can't get snowed over. And they set up full restaurants. We had a full restaurant for the front line. We had a full restaurant for the drive through And then if you know one or the other line had a big order, they would help each other. And I liked the same things that you talked about, the teamwork and the camaraderie. And then just the fact that they recognize good people and it wasn't, you know, hey, I think you could do a good job. And if you keep doing you know, these 38 things on this list, we might give you a promotion. It was, hey, you're doing so awesome. Here's a promotion. We're going to move you to this store if you're interested. And We're going to pay you this amount of money. You know, it was a little bit more difficult than that, but that's what it amounted to. So like I said, they just treated me right. They didn't do anything ever that made me go. I just don't want to work here. They just, and it, it was that way all the way up and down the chain. You know, the president of the company from Columbus, Ohio, would drive down to, uh, I lived in Ashland, Kentucky. So you would mm-hmm. drive down and you'll know, come visit the stores. And, you know, it's pretty cool when you're an employee that the president of the company knows who you are because you've been there so long and you was know, talking to you. God, I just liked it. I just, I just did. And, and it's just stuck with me. A sense of urgency is something all food service people should know. Tomorrow, Justin talks about his own sense of urgency. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from just starting new beginners to decades-old veterans. They all have your back when it comes to answering your food truck questions. And again, thank you so much for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.